This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the Sport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Right, Chris. All right. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good day, depending where you are watching us from. Welcome along. And if you are listening in on your favourite podcast platform, thank you so much for lending me your ears. Um, Bless the Till I Die, it's on Spotify, it's on Google, it's on Apple. And of course we are, and I'm very proud to be part of the Sport Talk Fan Network. So um, 
part of that now. So thank you for listening. And if you're watching on your YouTube, you've got the short straw because you've got to actually look at us. <laughs> We've got faces for podcasts. That's all I will say. And of course, do not forget, we are all over the place in Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it, we are there. Um, it is nil-nil at the moment at Stamford Bridge. Second half just kicked off. Uh, Brad's getting quite happy because he has uh, he's on his way to a point uh, and he needs it this week, let me tell you. But it is prediction week. Uh, it's Friday night, it's nine o'clock. It's been a bit different because of the uh, transfer deadline window. Uh, we will see how that affects everybody's predictions. Um, Gray is in. Good afternoon, good morning, good day, Gray. Uh, I'm excited about tomorrow and a big shout out for Mark O'Brien. Yeah, um, well, we'll probably be having a chat with Steve because, of course, he's gone to West Brom. What a, what a player, but respect him. And I've got to say, I respect Brendan. Brendan made him the promise that he could go. He wants regular football. We can't offer him regular football. So, you know, fair play, fair play to them both. And we wish him all the best. We do wish him all the best. I think you always judge players. And I'm going to say this the same about Perez as well. Because he wasn't playing and he was getting abuse really when he, when he did play. He never moaned. You know, his, you know, Brad, Brad, Brad loved him. Obviously, Brad always said great things about him, but he never moaned. Um, and I think that is the sign of a good player. When you look how these players sometimes throw the toys out the pram. So good luck, good luck to him as well. You know, he has played his last game for us. So we wish him all the best as well. Big Ants in. How the devil are you, sir? Looking forward to the prediction score, Brad. I'll help you, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cheating. You're going to be texting him, are you? Or are you going to do a subtle <coughs> cough? When you get... Oh, I don't know whether it's... I could have done no nil-nil. Or should I go one-nil or two-one? <coughs> so if we hear you coughing, Anthony, we'll know what you are up to. Um... Evening all, Gray and Spencer's in. Good evening. Facebook user, good evening to whoever you are. Um, Gray says, uh, see Chelsea trying to buy the league again? Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. Absolute what a professional Mark is. He is. Gutted Mark has gone on loan. Perez, um, too. He, was, he wasn't for us. You know, and he, he, he wanted to end his career in Spain. And he's going to, and, and good luck to the guy. You know, it's like when you look at Luckman. Look at Luckman. You know, he's gone to Atlanta. He's absolutely tearing it up there. He might not have done that well for us because it's a different league over there. Told you is in. Good evening. Good morning. Good day. Everybody said hello to everybody else. Um, so join in with the predictions as we go through. Now, um, let me get them in first of all, and then we'll have a look at how how we did last week. Brad, you were top. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Uh, I'm I'm all right, thanks, Chris. Um, think, think you may have the spoilers away there by saying you were top because uh, I believe I believe I've uh, you know I've just put my feet up for a week and let you guys play catch up, and it's caught the better of me, hasn't it? Well, I mean, all I can say... I don't know, it's so difficult not to look smug at this point. <laughs> oh, no, 
I can't quite pull it off like he can. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's not difficult at all, though, is it? That's right. No, no, so, no. Yeah, the smugness comes with natural flow on this channel for us when we're winning at something, either together or here or in, in this competition. To be honest with you, I know it's not going to last because this happened last season. You will come back and you will beat me. Uh, I do actually feel sorry because obviously the, the, we're like the three musketeers and Porthos that's coming up. <laughs> he doesn't have that joy, you know, does he? Steve, good <laughs> evening, sir. How are you? Evening, Chris. Evening, Bradley. No, hey. that's another one. Hey. <laughs> There's only, a, there's only a Chris and Brad here. I don't know where... Is Bradley in backstage? We've not brought him forward yet, Chris. Who's this Bradley, Steve? What, what <laughs> yeah, I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> How are you doing, Steve? On point, thanks, mate. Looking forward to that. I mean, the FA Cup, we were talking before. We've got Blackburn, because that's been decided. Um, I just It's Tuesday night. It's sort of, you know, one round off the quarterfinals. And it's been reduced to midweek. I mean, I suppose it's because of the World Cup still. We've got to put up with this all season, haven't we? I think so. Um, you know, I'm, I'm an old-fashioned uh, player, as you know. and that, But I, I always think that the FA Cup should be played on a Saturday and all the games should be played at the same time. Mm. Just to keep it fair and square, you know. And uh, But the TV's took over, so they, they, they play them when they want to play them. We said before that Amazon can do it. They can, you know, every game that's being played at the same time, they manage to show. Sky got that many channels. I'm sure they could do it. You'd have thought so, but then you'll probably uh, go down the realms of uh, pay pay for view. Then, wouldn't you, if, if they're doing that? I don't think they'll let you have a have a choice because they'll be losing out too much money. Yeah, I mean, it's not, a, you know, who whoever said that it was good to have the fans back and football was all about fans. <laughs> um, Anthony says, Brad, I don't know who Brad is. Brad's not in. Brad, I put a bet on you to score more than two points, a thousand to one on a one pound bet. Um, but if you want to know your book is if that's the odds he's getting for it, because I'll even put a couple of quid on that. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are watching and wondering who Bradley is, well, the names are there for you to see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's not going to come on again. Um, thanks to everybody for coming in tonight. It, it is, like I say, a Friday. We have all been moved around um, for for the transfer window. We're back to Tuesday next week, and then uh, we're looking at having a few moves around for some of the shows as well for the week after. But well, we we touched on it before. We touched on it before. How did we get on? And it is two weeks ago. And I thought, well, everybody's not going to remember. The kindest thing I can do to everybody is to put the figures up. So, last week, Steve got four. Brad <laughs> got two. Uh, and I got nine. Steve, you came second. Mate, looking at that, I'm sure you're writing mine down wrong. I'm sure you've got, you, you know, you've got to be, I can't be that bad. <laughs> Unfortunately, you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd love to be able to say you're not, <laughs> um, but I don't know. I don't know who Lee is, uh, Brad. But I'm sure he'll make an appearance by the end of the night. Um, <laughs> so, overall, um, I mean, if we, if we go back to last week, um, well, the last the last game two weeks ago, you got um, Manchester City, Tottenham Hotspur. You got Man City winning. 
Um, you got Liverpool and Chelsea drawing. Uh, you got West Ham beating Everton, and you got Man City beating Wolves. <laughs> Thing I love about Man City Wolves game is that you, Steve, went. I'm going to go four nil. Brad went. I'm going to go two nil. And I said, well, I might as well just go in between you and go three nil. And of course, it was three nil. So thanks, guys. If you can do that again for me this week, I would really appreciate it. And I think the second word you're saying going to be saying to me is off, isn't it? Hmm. Uh, it, it might possibly. Might possibly. <laughs> now, just to let everybody know, because obviously the first game of the weekend is being played now. Uh, 56 minutes in, it is nil-nil. But the guys, we all did our, um, our predictions earlier. So... Looking at this game, uh, Steve, you went for 2 0 to Chelsea. Um, Brad, no, I, went, went, I went for 0 0, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Uh, Brad went 2 2, and I went 3 1. So, I mean, <laughs> Chelsea's just spend, 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 spend. But they just can't score goals. Like I said, you know, before we came on and the amount of money they spent in this window, they've got a hell of a lot of creative players, but they're not creating anything. Mm. And like you got Havertz up front, and um, I can't see him scoring, to be honest. Um, the chances he does get, he either, you know, he slashes it or he, you know, I don't know what he's doing with it, but. They're going to struggle, I think, uh, scoring goals again, just like Everton. I mean, do you, Brad, think... I mean, look, you know, Fulham are 7th, Chelsea are 10th. They've spent absolute fortunes. People have got contracts till they die. Um, is, is it is it down to Potter? Or, or as we and Steve said before the show started, are they actually not Potter signings? No, they're not part of signings. He hasn't got a clue who half these are how good they are. This guy's just wanting to to give his big moment in the sun. Look at me, I'm a rich boy. I can spend lots of money on these players. And look, credit to him, it's why he's a businessman and got so much money that he's finding this loophole that kind of exposes it because obviously it's every three years or whatever it is. So he's dividing it up that way. But I'll just say two words that will make us all say physically sick just for hearing them, but Nottingham Forest, just because you buy a load of players doesn't mean it's instantly going to work. It's going to take time and, mm. you know, it's what I, I mean, Chelsea might still win this game, but it tells you where they're at when they've probably made wholesale changes. They've had no time at all and Fulham are a good side of proving that this season and continuing it. They're, they're a good promoted side this season. They, they finally got it right. So, yeah, I, I think it's, it's not going to happen immediately but just as you always think with Chelsea when they make these lump sum purchases, purchases and a lot of them that you just kind of dread that it will click and if it does click it could be and that's what they've gambled on essentially that's what he's gambled on buying in about 11 or 12 players for this 300 million this this Bowley or whatever his name is is hoping that that'll you know throw enough at it it'll stick and they'll win something with it yeah. Time will tell. I mean, Fulham, I mean, I just look, I mean, they're playing so well, aren't they, Steve? And I mean, they bought Lukic from Torino for £8 million, uh, but they've borrowed Sauls from Arsenal on loan. 
and Shane Duffy from Brighton undisclosed. <laughs> and then you look at Chelsea and who they have bought, and look, oh, Brad's gone, and you're thinking, right, oh, you know, go for them, go for it. You know, in Chelsea's just, you know, their list just goes on and on and on. I think I was a bit naive with um, Fulham. I think when they first came up, I think they, try, they you know, they played like they did when they were in the Championship. Mm. And then when they got into the Premiership uh, for the one season, like, they played in, like, short spasms, short, you know, short timeage. And then if things wasn't going uh, their way, like, they they used to collapse. But yeah. now, watch them now, they are strong for 90 minutes. And uh, they seem to be getting at the teams now more than they used to. And uh, looking at that now, you know, I think they're doing more good attacking than Chelsea. So, fair play to them. They look really strong this year. I, I said, Brad, that it, it, for me, it was the manager um, that hadn't impressed in his previous attempts in the Premier League. But <laughs> he's proving me wrong. And, I mean, they've got Zayech. I think he, was, he was the one they tried to get rid of. And he started the game. And he's played like 50 odd minutes of the game. And he's now gone off for, um, uh, uh, oh God, I can't even remember his name, the guy that they got from Man City, Sterling. And uh, I mean, it's you don't try and get rid of a player and then keep, you know, put him on. Or am I just being, again, being naive myself? I, I, I think that really shows you who was in charge of who was leaving and who, who they were bringing in. Because it clearly wasn't Potter, because there's no way. Potter looks at Ziyech, goes, go on then, off you go, bugger off to PSG, obviously, and then have the hiccup and then go, oh, I was only kidding, mate, I want you to, no, it doesn't work like that. You know, that that's clearly something that's come from higher up that's made that decision and not Potter to Ziyech directly because there's no way he comes back on that pitch and wants to play for Chelsea again after they've just done what they did with the PSG loan. So, yeah, it's a little bit glaring, a little bit strange, but then... Is it a case if I forget him on the pitch, everything looks okay and it's a smoke screen? Because if he doesn't play and people go, oh, it's going to be awkward now for him, will ZH, will he, will he ever play for them again? And I wouldn't like to be growing part right now because a lot of people are joking and worryingly saying it's a lot of money to spend to finish 10th in the Premier League. Yeah. And they could realistically still stay there if it doesn't click, couldn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, before we move on to both of you, before the end, well, the start of next season, will Potter still be manager? I think he will if he, if they let him pick the team properly, let him get his own players in. I think he needs a big clear out, and I think he needs to go back to the basics. Um, it's all right playing, you know, this sideways, backwards football and whatever, and getting nowhere. They they need definitely need somebody up front, definitely. Mm. Brad? They just they need to get through it. And again, maybe they need to take take a leaf. I worry that this, this guy is just going to be an American Abramovich and he's going to use the fact that he's gave 300, 400 million for the manager not to take them where he's expecting them to. And the, the, I, I can see them, you know, it's, it's a different face, same sh- shite, if you will, at Chelsea in terms of manager sackings and not being good enough I, I I worry for him I worry for him because you'd like to think that if they're putting all that money into the club and they're, they, they they wanted to hustle him out of Brighton so no one else snapped him up you'd think they'd at least give him you know 
A, no more players, for God's sake, stop spending money so we can have a settled squad and B, give them a full crack at, fair crack at the whip with the players you've brought in. Because if you don't, you're going to become a very, very rich Watford. <laughs> or Everton, for that matter. I mean, you know... Or Everton, yeah. Yeah, he's got, yeah, he's yeah. In, he's come in as uh, this rich American owner. In fairness, you have to say, how much do they know about football as a sport? I mean, mm. you know, whatever we say about our owners, they came in, but they kept Manan Mandrich on. For, was it for six months or something? And, mm. and learnt off him and love him or hate him. I personally, I love him because he saved the club. But at least he knew how to run a club. You know, he knew the, the ins and outs. But this guy's come in and he's like, like you say, it's almost like kid in a sweet shop, isn't it? You know, and I just think these players that have come in, when you look at how much they've cost, and if Potter didn't want them, there's no way he can there not play them. I, th- I don't think he'll be in charge at the start of next season. I really, really don't. But uh, 64 minutes, 65 minutes gone, still nil-nil. Talking about Everton, and it's going to be a very quick one for Brad this week because he's got no uh, <laughs> Frank Lampard to moan about. Uh, <laughs> talking about Everton, at home to Arsenal, um, a great man. I think they've, they've, I think they've finally got the right manager, and I don't think he will stand any nonsense because I think he's gone in. And um, yes, it is Gray. Sorry, Gray's just said, "Is it true Harrison was having his medical?" Yes, it was. Uh, he was speaking to Brendan, having his medical, and Lee's changed the mind. Uh, but no, but I mean, Sean Dyche has gone into Everton a bit like um, uh, Conte at Spurs, and he said, "You need me." In fairness, more than I need you, because no manager that's just been that has been sacked needs to get a job straight away because they've got a couple of million just to keep tied them over, and they've, got, they've bought nobody, um, and they've got Arsenal. <laughs> you know? I mean, does it get any worse for Everton, Steve? Oh, it's hard to say, to be honest. I think are oh, you going to have? Um... You know, this is where the new manager comes in and everybody's going to be trying 200% and uh, make it hard for Arsenal. Or are you going to have the same old problems that Everton have had all season? You've got to look and say that it's going to be a game or it's going to be a high-scoring game for Arsenal or it's going to be a low-scoring draw because Everton haven't got the goals in them at the moment. Mm. So it's either a high-scoring game for Arsenal or it's going to be... A draw game, a low, low draw game. So, on that, and I think because of Deutsch coming in, I'm going to go for a nil-nil. Wow. Okay. Um, Brad, Anthony just wants me to show you this. I'll just do it the once, um, just to help you. He's gone two nil Arsenal. Oh, I'd love you. I'd love you to say that was what I was going for, and then it's wrong at this time next week. Um, I mean, look. They're the only team in the Premier League that is actually weaker coming out of the January transfer window than going into it. Um, whether you yeah. like Gordon or not, he, he was a he was a prospect. Um, I think he'll do well at Newcastle. I don't think there's many players that will do bad under uh, Eddie Howe. I think he knows who he wants and he gets the players in. Um, from 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 Sean's uh, Sean Dyche's point of view. It's a win-win for him because if if they go down, 
it's a case of well, you were going down anyway, and I just you know I didn't nobody was signed, I couldn't plug the gap, and you know it, it, you have to rebuild it. And if he keeps them up, because I think if he keeps them up this season, it will be a bigger success than Frank doing it last season. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a win-win. No manager, no matter the circumstances, wants a relegation on their CV, and he'll he'll be wanting to prove that. A, he can keep Everton up and B, if he's entrusted to get the players into play a, a style that he prefers instead of a style that he's forced to with the limited resources he had but like he had at Burnley um, he can show what he's actually made of. So I don't think he actually Sean, Sean Dice doesn't come across as the sort of manager to go, well it weren't my fault went down because so and so and so and so I think he'd take responsibility that he backed himself to save save Everton from relegation, which they need doing. I think this game is a bit of a bit of a free hit for them though. I know I know the joint bottom of the league and it sounds ridiculous saying that, but if they can and you're gonna hate me for this because I honestly stand stand by this. If they can put in a performance, this is one of them games for Everton where the performance is key. If he puts out his eleven that he's had the best chance to see of in the short time he's been there. And he gets them playing away and goes, right, this is the best I can get out of this squad right now, playing this way with this 11. They can lose to Arsenal 2-0, which is for the score I was actually going for. I'm deadly serious. I was going for 2-0. But if Everton fans will want to see the performance, because if you can see a change and a positive change, you, you can take losing to the team that's top of the league when you, you, you are where you are. And I think Everton will do that. I don't think it will be a battering, that's for certain. So, Q, 4-0 Arsenal. <laughs> Guess what I'm going for. Um, to me, I mean, yeah, what I, what, I mean, what I meant with Sean Dyche was, I mean, if they do go down, I don't think the fans will hold it against him. I think the no, if they go down trying, because there's a situation you're in. You can't, yeah. you can't, if they go down trying. I think it's like, you know, I mean... I mean, we did blame Ian Holloway, but when you looked at it, that, that team was going down. It had been going down for a few seasons, let's be honest. And it was just a case of when rather than if. Um, I mean, you, I mean, they are they are joint bottom, but they're only one win off off ourselves. I mean, you know, we've got a goal difference in our favour, but you know, they're not they're not cut adrift here from memory bliss, as they say. But um, I, I just think, you know, I mean. Look at look at the, look at the you know their results. Um, lost to West Ham, uh, lost to Southampton, uh, stuffed by Brighton, but they did get something at Man City, which probably says more about Man City than it does Everton. You know, Arsenal beating what was a very good Brighton, or it is a very good Brighton side, uh, drawing with Newcastle, great win over Tottenham in the North London derby, uh, unlucky to with against Man United. I think this is a statement game because, yeah, Arsenal did lose against Man United last time out, and they're going to want to come out and sort of, you know, again, prove that they, they are the right people. You know, they should be at the top of the division. Um, I, I, I just I just don't see it getting any better uh, for, for, um, for Everton. You know, they haven't, say, added to any players that will... Well, they haven't added any players that will make any difference. Um, I'm going. I'm going to. I've got to go. And believe it or not, I was going to go for this four nil to Arsenal. 
Now, if that ends up 4-0, Brad, you will absolutely be killing me, won't you? Just just a smidge, and I'll be very dis... I won't be angry, I'll just be disappointed. You'll be very disappointed, won't you? Sorry, Dad. (laughs) Anthony says... um, Dice will try and park the bus against Arsenal and hit them on the break, but can't see them winning. I just can't see Everton winning. Uh, I mean, I mean, how long did it take Sean Dyche to to actually agree to go and take the job? I mean, you know, there's a couple of days there when you know they could have been buying players, and you know, has he? You know, when when um, Eddie Howe resigned, Steve. You know, he spent the time. He went to other clubs to, you know, to to have a look and see, and was watching players. You know, if that if Dice was in that situation, if I was Dice, I'd be thinking, well, you know, there's a couple of managers that are under the trouble here. Let, let's keep, let me keep an eye on a few players. You know, um, I, think, I think this game, Arsenal, Dice will just be watching because I think you'll judge over Everton on this game by is it the players that are not good enough or was it Frank Lampard and his coaching and the way he motivated the players so yeah. I think Dyche will just go in with this he'll probably want to do well but he'll just be watching this to see what the attitude is of the Everton players see if it's any different to what it was when Frank was there mm. and then you know you might see a big change just because of the players and not what the manager's done Yeah, and I think you'll only see what the manager does in Two or three games down the line. Yeah. Just say, Ant's asking me if I can mark his scores down. I was doing. Uh, <laughs> you just want to see if you can beat Brad again, don't you, Ant? That's what it is. Um, the most important game of the weekend, a Midlands derby. Um, Villa are hosting, dare I say, could it be a resurgent Leicester? I mean, we've all put our scores in for this. Because obviously I had to do uh, put the scores on the website, and we're doing it sort of Friday as a, a bit later as well. Steve, I know you've gone you've gone for a particular result in your reverse psychology mode, but can Leicester get something at Villa? I mean, Villa are pretty pretty safe, I think. I mean, not one hundred percent safe, obviously, but you know they've got they are literally just three places above us. But they're a, they're a massive, and I say massive, ten points above us. We we need to win this tomorrow. We do, and you know you got you got to look at the new signings he's made. Are the new signings going to be able to play or let to be play how they play, or are they just going to slot into Brendan's psychology and the way he plays his type of football? Um, if he does, you're not going to see an improvement at all. Because you know you're just swapping names around and shirts around like you've had in the squad already, or are you going to give the team at least a lease of life and let them go for it? And I think that's Leicester's big, big thing in their armory. If you let Leicester go and you let them attack and they attack, you know, with every player on the pitch, then Leicester are a force. But um, if they play the negative sidewards, backwards, patient football. You know, they're just just the average Joe team again. And I think um, you've got to see some change somewhere. You know, you're buying players in to make the the changes to make the team better. And we'll see what happens against the Villa if they do. 
But, um, you know, Villa at the moment playing really well, really strong. And the reverse psychology is I've gone for Villa to win 2 0. 2 0. Well, let's hope your reverse psychology works. Brad, you've been you've been quite confident in Leicester. Um, we did the show the other day, and I, after you left, I picked a no. It was last night's show. It was the um, the uh, the opposition preview. The, the preview, and and I actually went and I picked the team. Not that I well, it's a mix because it wasn't the formation that I wanted because you know I'd always go to all front. But it was a four-one-four-one because I think that's what Brendan, we know, or or variation on that. Now, for me, I had Christian starting, I had Tete starting because he should be raring to go because he's just been playing in the French league, so he hasn't had a gap, hasn't got to get you know you know match fit or anything. Sutar obviously is injured, <laughs> typical, isn't it? But if he isn't, in his fit to play, he starts for me. Um, but you've gone for three-nil. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure if it was confident. So it was more of a case of, um, right, you know, like everything that happened in the window, the signings. He, we knew the positions he wanted to strengthen in. Uh, he strengthened in. Um, we were very close to to doing extra business, which would have been a Brucey bonus, as they would, as I said on that in, in you know back in the days, you know, Brucey bonus, but it, it didn't happen. But you looked at what he wanted and what he said would improve the team, and he's got it. And now, you, like I said, I'm not sure if it, it's confidence that all of a sudden the magic's going to click. I, I just feel like it's kind of like, well, go on then. You've got what you wanted. Now go and deliver what you said that would help deliver. Mm. And if it doesn't start against Villa, it's never going to start, I, I feel, with Aaron fixtures. So maybe I used a mix of that and... And and I, I'm just really determined to see a, a confident Leicester performance. But yeah, three 0 is is uh, why I'm sitting because it'd be nice to just not lose to Villa. We've always had to deal with being out tactically fought by probably the joint second worst manager I've seen in the Premiership in Steven Gerrard. So if 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 we could if we could just win this game and nice and easily, it'd be a great way to. Please, Brendan, pretty please. Um, it, yeah, I, I, I know. It. I mean, I'm looking. I spoke to the, the Villa fan yesterday. Lovely guy. He actually has quite a soft spot for Leicester. Um, and he wasn't as confident. He, you know, I mean, I'm looking at this, and if you're looking at form, I mean, you know, <laughs> they've won the games. But when you look at who they've beaten, I mean, they lost to Villa, uh, but they beat Tottenham, but they could only draw with Wolves. They only just beat Leeds and they only just beat Southampton. So they're not setting the world alight at all. But having said that, they're beating the teams at the bottom, which is what they need to do. Um, it was funny because Brendan's um, press conference is now back up on, on, on site. I still can't hear what the questions are. I've not really improved it. But I actually, when I was searching for it, I found his, com his press conference when he was offered the, for the job. And you know what he said? He said, we need to get back to exciting football. <laughs> <laughs> and please, anybody tell me, did I, have I, did I fall asleep? Did I miss that period? When, when did that happen? <laughs> well, probably in the period where we were actually up there living the dream, weren't we, in that part, that, yeah. that strange era that's, that's put in the myth and the law, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, your camera has gone off, by the way, Brad. 
Yeah, I'm just, just I'm trying to sort it out because the echo problem's doing my head in now. Even though I know you can't hear the echo, but I'm having it, so I'm seeing what I can do. Uh, right. with my I have gone. I have gone for two one uh, to Leicester. Um, I just I just think there'll be a bit of a bounce with the new signings. Um, you know, they uh, he he wasn't confident. You know, Watkins' form at the moment. Coutinho's not not doing it. And of course, they've sold Danny Ings, who's actually is their top goal scorer for the season. So, yeah, I uh, I do uh, I do think we could get and we need to get something from this one. You know, because when you look at who we've got coming up, uh, it really does scare me. So yeah, um, two one, we've got to do it. Let's see what people are saying in the old chat. Uh, Gray has gone 1-1 um, for Villa Leicester. Uh, Anthony's gone for Desmond, 2-2. Um, we have to be positive uh, or sack Rogers now. Look, I said this the other day, didn't I, Brad? Rogers is going to be here now till the end of the season. Unless we really drop into the bottom two or so, I don't see the point in getting rid of him. Um, we should have done it before we brought any players in. Um, we haven't, so I think he's here till the end of the season. So I will moan about him, but I'll, I want to try and get behind him. And do you, Steve? Do you think he's here till the the end of the season? I think he will be, but I think you know he needs to show a bit more enthusiasm. Uh, every interview he does, it's just the same old plodding along, uh, and that mm. doesn't give any confidence in anybody. I don't think. No. Uh, you, you need a bit of excitement, or you need to show that you know you've got more in you than excuses and talking about the same things week in week out, which is yeah. not changing. Well, I have that. to say, I have to say, we do have a bit of this catching up with the latest news on LTID Radio. Did that stop for you guys then? Because it stopped for me. Um, no, played well. The breaking news, if you saw the co- the conference, he smiled. He <laughs> <laughs> actually smiled in, I mean, he was saying the word Coventry when he said it, so I'm not exactly sure why, but back me up here, uh, Brad. He smiled, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did indeed smile. Um I didn't get 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 it. Maybe he had a bit of trap wind. We don't know. It, it sounds so far Um But yeah, but when he when he said we have a bit of country flair, I'm not sure if he was relating. Maybe probably to Madison because obviously that's where Madison yeah, started, he, isn't it? So I'm assuming was. that's what it was from anyway. Because otherwise, some people maybe just not naturally thinking about it wouldn't have got it. But uh, yeah, to see him smile. It was a bit disturbing, wasn't it? It was like it was. when you look at a painting. It's like when you look at a painting that smiles at you, and then you feel like the eyes are following you around the room. It, you yeah. may feel a bit uneasy seeing him smiling. Maybe that's why we don't see him so animated, Steve, because it was a, it was a bit uneasy to see when it happened. It, it was reminding me, you know, when you watch a horror movie, and just before the killer stabs you or he goes on his pre, he has that <laughs> smile on his face. <laughs> we really needed he needed the Joska smile, didn't he, with the big red lipstick? Uh, Luke, did, 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 did. good evening, Luke. 
Uh, Gray says if Teta gets injured, who plays on the right? I honestly think you move Madison out or Pratt. That was what he was, you know, alluding to. Uh, Luke's gone three nil to Leicester. Uh, sorry, three nil to Villa. Of course he would do. Why wouldn't he? Win-win. Uh, How are you doing, sir? I'm a Geordie and I predicted a 2-0 to uh, win for Villa. Sorry, Foxes. No problem. Not a problem. This is what it's all about, predictions. Uh, the way our season's going, I do not blame you. You're having a great season, by the way. Congratulations on reaching Wembley. Well done. Well deserved. And uh, you're welcome to the, to the show. Great. If we're playing a, uh, as atrocious as the Newcastle game, yeah, Villa 2-0. If we don't, no chance. Um, we can't play that bad again, surely. Surely. Uh, three new players we have to kick on. Um, Gusto from the get-go tomorrow gets stuck in. Um, we're just talking about Rogers then. So, just out of interest, um, this is what everybody has gone for in the um, uh, ex-players prediction league. On the website www.allthews.lestertillidie.com, um, Ian Wilson. I'm just waiting for his to come in. Uh, Brad, as you can see, went three nil. I went two one. Craig went for one one. Uh, Jerry Taggart went for two two. Uh, Ian Marshall went uh, two one to Villa. Uh, Steve, as we uh, heard before, has gone two nil to Villa, and Steve Walsh has gone one one. All I will say is, Steve, don't ask where you are in that league either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. There's no easy way to break it to you, you know. Um, on, yeah, right. <laughs> Brentford, Southampton, Steve. I mean, Brentford uh, going great guns. Drew with Tottenham, beat West Ham, beat Liverpool, beat Bournemouth, uh, but could only draw with Leeds. Southampton going into this, uh, they lost the, the, the course, the, the semi-final. They have um, lost to Brighton, lost to Fulham. Uh, for God's sake, they lost to Forest. Good God, they must be awful. Uh, they managed to beat Everton, but then sort of who doesn't? And But they lost to Villa. I mean, looking at this, it's, it can really probably only go one way, can't it, Steve? I don't know, to be honest. I, uh, I don't think... Watching the midweek game against Newcastle, I don't think they played bad. Um, you know, they, they came back into the game and they, they proved a point. If they can, you know, take that away from to Brentford, um, Brentford are playing well, but Southampton are a team where you don't think they're going to get anything. They, you know, they, they tend to get it. And I think in this game, I think it's going to be a free kick that gets to them. And I think they're going to win 1 0 Southampton. 1-0 to Southampton. Wow. Have you ever thought, Steve, you know when you, you said, like, you think that maybe I'm adding it up wrong and uh, <laughs> and you think you've got more points than you have. Have you ever thought, look, when you're going, like, scores like that, that might be the reason. Just wondering. Just wondering. Asking for a friend. <laughs> Brad, Brentford, they are... Um, I can't see where they are. Well, Southampton the bottom, we know that. And Brentford are eighth above Liverpool and Chelsea. And they'll still be above Chelsea if it's going this way. Um, the game finishes like this. Are you do you think Southampton can, can pull off a shock? No, sure. No, if they could, they just can't 
Yeah, all right. Well done, Southampton fans. Had a nice little bit of relief of the shock in the Carabao Cup quarterfinals, and you kept yourself in it until at least the second leg against Newcastle. But you're still a god awful team in the league with a back. I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but somehow you magically managed to take a backward step from Ralph Hasselhoetl with who you have in charge of the players. And you're going to get back to beating, getting beat every week, I'm afraid. I agree with Steve. With Ward-Prowse, there's always a goal in there. There's always a goal threat that they can score from a set piece. But Brentford are going to score three more. It's going to be 3-1 Brentford. Southampton are in trouble. And maybe their time in this division is coming to an end because they're just dross. I mean, they did, like I say, they did manage to beat Everton. But I know disrespect to Everton and James if he's in. Um, but it's not exactly the hardest uh, opponents, are they? And I think they won in the cup as well. But I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm for you. I, I think this is the season we see. Um, I, <laughs> I was talking. To, I forget who I was talking to now. But I was talking. Um, I think it was David, David Connolly on 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 uh, on on Wednesday, and I said. I've got Southampton and Bournemouth to go down, which really hurts me because they're my two local teams and the best chance I've got of watching Leicester. But I do think we're going to be saying goodbye to both of them. Um, yeah, I I can't... I think they're going to get a goal because of the, the free, you know, you say, um, you know, a Joe um, Ward Prowse free kick. Um, I don't want to go the same as you, Brad. I was, I was tempted to go for that, but I'm actually going to go 2-1. To Brentford, my favourite score today, two uh, one. Um, Gray's gone two nil to Brentford. Um, uh, he said exactly the same there. Uh, maybe, maybe a James Ward Prowse free kick. Anthony's gone two one to Southampton. Of course you would. Of course you would, uh, <laughs> Anthony. They're your second favourite team. Um, and Luke has gone Brentford one, Southampton two. And uh, Belalzin, good evening to you, sir. Welcome along. Hope you are well as well. Don't forget, if you are new, please do subscribe to the channel. It does help us uh, out immensely. Um, talking about teams down at the bottom, Bournemouth, they are off um, going, well, just along the coast, really, to Brighton. Um like I say, fair play to Brighton. I I didn't think they were going to do this good once Potter left, but it's like he's he, you know it's like he's still, there was you know just a smooth transition. This new guy seems to know what he's doing, Steve. Yep, I think um, he's getting two hundred percent out of the players, and every game that goes by where they get a good result, you know they're going to get harder to beat just because of the uh, the confidence and that, but. They fully deserve what they're getting. You know, they're playing good football. So, uh, I'm going to say 2-0 to Brighton. 2-0 to Brighton. Um, Bournemouth, I mean, I, we had them, well, I think a lot of people had them going down because of who the manager was, Brad. They changed, and I was talking to a Brighton fan yesterday at a local, um, at the shirt framing shop. And, yeah, I... I he he he's not confident that they're going to stay up, and that's you know that's a Bournemouth fan, and I've got to say I, I agree with him. Yeah, um, they've not really brought quality in, and I've never thought, and I, I I get it, the size of their ground doesn't have the reputation to bring in 
sort of player and, and, and the finances of the clubs, I get that. But I just feel so underwhelmed with Bournemouth. I think they did the right thing in sacking the man who had, you know, his suit had more sense than he did. Um, I think they made the right choice there, but just underwhelmed me. I know we sit here and, 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 and tell tell Forrest off for buying 400 players and, we, you know, we've we've had a go at following the past for doing something similar. Um, but you've got to do something when you know you're lacking Premiership quality. And, and they just have been. And they just just were very underwhelming. That was a weird phase when they were really hot and should have given the manager the job. And then they waited an extra, like, six games before giving him. It was a bit weird. And Brighton have been ever-present. I've said the same about Fulham. They're, they're not dropping off. We keep expecting Brentford and Brighton and Fulham to drop off and all of a sudden go back to the bottom end of the... Well, not the bottom end of the table, but a lot lower down than where they are and, and everybody seems to fall in the norm and it's just not happening. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take the one off that I gave to 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 um uh, Southampton in the last one and I'm gonna go for three nil Brighton. I'm not going I don't see Bournemouth scoring. No. I mean I'm looking at Bournemouth here and I mean they have they have the, the total cock up of um a player that who were going to sell to them, and then the player went, nah, I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to go to Bournemouth. And I think he wanted to go to um, AC Milan. And then that fell through, so he came and said, yeah, I'll, I'll come to you, Bournemouth. And they kind of said, well, sod off, we spent the money now. And talking about spending the money, I mean, they've got uh, they've got Traore on loan from Sassoulio. Um, That's just for you, Anthony. Um, they've got Vina from loan on loan from Roma, and they've got uh, Darren Randolph undisclosed from West Ham. But after that, ten and a half million on Semenio from Bristol City. Now, I don't know how good he is. Anthony will be able to tell us if that is a bargain and if he's sorry he's gone. But ten and a half from Semenio from Bristol City, 20 million on o- Otara from Laurent, and 24 million on Zabini from Dinamo Kiev. So 54 million on three players. Randolph, let's say, six, for the sake of, you know, he's West Ham. So 60-odd million they've spent on a ground that holds about 17,000. And on a ground that, you know, on a team that's likely to go down. They, you know, again, American owner that, yeah, he owns sports clubs over there, but I just think, I just can't see what they're doing. I think it's it's weird. It is weird. I think it's a case of spending the money, like I say, trying to buy buy a you know the, 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 to stay up, and I don't think it will. I've got to agree with you, Brad. I'm sorry because I can't see Bournemouh scoring, and I'm going to go three three nil um, to Brighton. Um, and let's have a look what everybody else want. Uh, Winnie Win has just subbed. Thank you so much, sir. You are a gentleman. Thank you very, very much indeed. Um, Luke, oh, let's just go back. And Gray has gone uh, 4 0 Brighton. Uh, Luke's gone 2 0 Brighton. Tolja has gone 3 1 Brighton. Um, Anthony has gone 3 1. He thinks that Bournemouth will get a goal. Winnie's gone 2 0 Winnie. I sound, I'm making you sound like somebody off, um, off Mrs. Brown's boys, aren't I? 
It is, yeah, it is winning. Um, two nil to Brighton. Um, I think we're all going to feel, having the same feeling here. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I just think Brighton was one to holiday resort now an established Prem team. Rich is in from Rich Sports. Good evening, sir. Congratulations on getting uh, to the final of the League Cup. It's going to be a good game, that. Newcastle hosting Manchester United. Fortunately, I do think that the most of the neutrals might be um, in the black and white end rather than the red end, but... You know, that's just because of, uh, obviously, recent history. Uh, Brighton have great owners, back their football appointments 100%. Uh, Anthony says, thanks. Um, well, selling it, will selling everyone eventually catch up with them, though? Uh, usually does. Uh, it does, you're quite right. Uh, yeah, he's a good player, Chris. Shame he left, but Bristol City needed the money. Well, OK, maybe they've got a, a, a player there. But, Steve, you know, I, I like Brighton. Um you know, for years, you know, every, every every team can sort of Newcastle can say, "Well, look at our bad years," and Leicester can go, well, "We went out of business twice." Look at our bad years. But, I mean, they were playing at a ground that was a greyhound track, or, or a, was it not a greyhound track, but an athletics track? This is why English football so good. Um, you know, you, you want the smaller clubs to do well. Mm. Um, you know, I think this season so far is, is a big change to what we've been used to. You know, Liverpool winning every week, Man City winning every week, Man United winning every week. And I think now um, where the smaller teams are getting results more than they would do usually, no matter how much money you spend, if you haven't got the right players and the right um, mindset, you know, you are going to struggle because a lot of teams, like you say, they buy individual players for big money and it takes a long time for them to fit in and they have to change things. But the little teams, they can't buy the big players. So they they get together with the team spirit and they get uh, together yeah. in, in different ways. And it, that's what makes yeah. it so good. Well, just to say, um, it has finished full-time at Stamford Bridge and it has finished um, Chelsea nil. Fulham nil. Brad- That's what I predicted. That's what I predicted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I tell you what, he, he's, he's that far behind, Chris. Give him the points, I would say. <laughs> he needs them. He needs as many as he can. Well, having said that, you know, Brad, he's got half what he got last week. <laughs> you, you missed a chance uh, to have Bon Jovi ready, didn't you, with halfway there? Because I'm already there at halfway. Day one, I'm on a roll. 
one point well done, Brad. Well done. <laughs> it's all downhill from now on, probably. Yeah, <laughs> if that's the only point I get, I'm going to cry. I'm not doing this next week. I'm ill next week if that's the only point I get. Got Anthony will step in and he'll get more yeah, points than you again. It's <laughs> fine. It's negotiation alone. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, bring him in on loan. Okay, so the next game, um, Manchester United, who, like we say, have just got through to uh, the Caribou Cup final, and they are hosting Palace. Uh, Man United, um, great winner over Arsenal. Uh, no, sorry, great loss to Arsenal. I'm, I'm sorry, Rich. Uh, Arsenal, I thought I was hoping for 2 2 because that was my prediction. Um, Palace, the uh, Played you? Is this, is this? Hang on, you're playing Palace again quite recently because you only paid them back in January and it was a one-one draw. You beat Man City two-one. That was a good victory for you. You beat Bournemouth three-nil and you beat Wolves one-nil. Palace on the main hands, they're in fourth. Man United. Palace are in twelfth. They drew in Newcastle. Drew. I was saying Man United lost to Chelsea, lost to Tottenham, but they did manage to beat Bournemouth. I've got to say, Steve, I, I've been impressed with Man United this season. I, I had them finishing sort of sixth, seventh, because I thought they were in the middle of, you know, the new manager, a rebuild. Uh, you know, he was, he was going to be given time because he was really the manager that could do things uh, for them. And he's doing that rebuild, but he's got them. They're still in some points away, but he's got them playing well and he's got them in fourth. And I think they're going to get a Champions League place this season. Yeah, I was I was very critical of Man United last year and uh, partly this year as well, you know, uh, saying that they're a team of individuals and they play as individuals. But you can see the manager now, he's starting to get um, his team, uh, not the team he inherited. And I think the, the, t- the two... Tough decisions he made uh, by getting, you know, the so-called superstars and whatever, and um, the confidence is just grown, and you know they, they turn into a team again rather than uh, individuals. And uh, like you say, I don't know what's happened to Rashford, but unbelievable guy now. He's got he's, he's back to where he was when he first came on the scene, and long may he keep on doing it. So uh, I'm going to go for a, a three-nil Man United win. Ooh, big win. Um, I, I don't think there's one Man United fan that was sorry to see Ronaldo go, uh, Brad. Um, like I say, I've got to take my hat off to, to the job he's doing there. Uh, we, we all, all joked when they got him in. But yeah, I've got to say, if if they hadn't thrown sort of some, some games, I'm not saying they throw them away as in, you know, uh, deliberately losing them, but they've thrown points away. If they hadn't, they could even be challenging for the title. Yeah. Um, I think that would have been well above any Manchester United fans' expectations. I still think they're going to be probably another three seasons for the challenge because that's, that's the biggest gap. In, in in terms of what Man City uh, have and 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 and, the, and a few other teams now we're seeing are already ahead of Man United, so he's doing really well to make them catch up and catch up quickly in terms of the quality he's been bringing in, the style of football he's going to play. You talked about individual egos; he's got rid of them. Biggest one is the biggest elephant in the room is Piers Morgan's best mate Ronaldo. Um, 
you know, and he's he's done well. There was questions when he came in, um, what he really do, but he's got hit the ground running. Um, he's got Rashford scoring goals, which I think everybody knew he's capable of. He just needed confidence and play in the right position. He he looks a new player now, and I, I I'm going to agree with Steve. I I, I don't. You know, you used to cross the palace, maybe throwing a spanner in the works when they play these bigger sides. I don't see it this time. I think it's going to be 3 0 Man United. You're agreeing with Steve. Ooh. That shows how nervous he is, Steve. He's making sure that if you get the points, he gets the points as well. <laughs> see what his plan is here. <laughs> I actually missed the boat because I should have just agreed with everything that Brad went for and end up with the same points. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree. Um, I mean, Winners just said, you know, they're up for sale, Man United. Um, there's a lot going on, but I've got to say, credit, credit. He's not going to be manager of the season, but he's, he's going to be up there with everything that's gone on, you know, and, and doing this well in a rebuild, you know. Uh, <laughs> me a bit, I've got to say, it reminds me of Sir Alex Ferguson because he, he had a few rebuilds in his time, but you wouldn't necessarily... <laughs> I've known it. Um, I've gone 2-0 to Manchester United. So none of us think uh, hold out much hope for Palace or think that they're even going to score. Um, Gray's agreed with me at 2-0. Um, told you has gone 3-0. Uh, Ant's gone 1-1. Um, and he's on that fence again. Um, Winnie's gone 2-0 uh, to Man United on the day. Uh, and Luke has gone 1-1 as well. Um, so we are halfway there, <laughs> literally, like Brad said early, earlier, living on a prayer. And uh, we will be back. We will be back straight straight after this, if I can find the jingle to play. Where are we? Let's do, let's do this. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I have to put an advert in now and go go quiet so that I know where to put the middle advert on the podcast. <laughs> so, so shh, for a minute. There we go. That'll register. Right, next game. Oh, it's all getting technical. It's all getting technical now. Wolverhampton Wanderers um, hosting Liverpool. The last of the three o'clock on Saturday kickoffs. Um, Wolves... Getting a little bit. I mean, you know, they were dead and buried a few weeks ago, Steve. Yes, they lost to Man City, but they beat West Ham. They drew with Villa, just lost to Man United 1-0, uh, beat Everton again 2-1. Uh, Liverpool, I mean, no signings. What is going on? You know, and they're still sticking by, you know, the fans still seem to want Klopp in. Um, but, you know, they only just beat Liverpool. Uh, the only one we had to score for them so that they could beat us. They lost to Brentford, lost to Brighton, and had a very boring nil-nil with Chelsea. Um, this could be an upset, couldn't it, Steve? I think so. Um, you know, you look at Liverpool now, I think Klopp is really, really struggling. Um, I think he's gone down the route of, I've took the team so far and I can't take him any further. Um He's trying to change tactics a bit, which are not suiting him. Uh, it's confusing the players. Um, they still try and play like they've been playing for years, but you know that they're not as slick and they're not as 
um, sharp as, as they were before. I don't think that they've. I think they've lost the killer instinct, and I think it's showing with the results that they've got. Wolves, you know, they're not going to score many, but they're going to make it hard for you. So I'm going to go for a one-all draw. One-all draw. Uh, Brad, can you see Liverpool getting anything from this? It's away from home as well. I mean, I know we've said this about it seems a different team every season, but it depends what Liverpool turns up this season. Right now, Liverpool are failing to turn up. You know, I said earlier in the show that, you know, the likes of Brighton and Fulham and Brentford aren't, you know, they're not relenting. They're, They're keeping their form going. They're finding way to pick up points and good points. Uh, throughout, and Liverpool just keep finding ways to lose or drop points. They're not having a good season. They're seven-year rich that people talk about with Klopp. Um, the weirdest thing, though, and you mentioned there with the transfer window, I don't get it right. There's all these so-called big-time YouTubers, right, that do these sort of things for a living, day in, day out, right? And, and I'm talking big-time, like 500,000, a million subscribers sort of things. Right, and I'm watching these. Better you know, my league, then, eh? my league. <laughs> well, no, but I, w- I would say more predictions done on here. So, well, for me and you, Steve, Steve has his odd one or two. He's he's a genius, Paul, that we play. He's a wild card, of Steve. Um, but no, yeah, they, 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 yeah, well, <laughs> they, they review the the transfer windows of all the teams and rate them. And I've seen a lot of them saying that apparently Liverpool had a good transfer window. I mean, they signed their 19th attacker that they didn't really need, given the depth they've got, even with the injuries, and signed no midfielders, a position they desperately need to strengthen, not just because of injuries or depth, but also the age of the players that they're playing there. How have Liverpool had a good window? They've had a terrible window. They haven't strengthened what they need. And, and, and they've been putting these YouTubers Ooh, have been putting them below teams. And I'm not just saying it like... Hear me because my signal went. Fuck I, think it, we, I think we all went a bit then. I think he's yeah, brilliant. yeah. He's my my internet's not been brilliant today with the weather. It's not helping either. But yeah, I don't get how everybody thinks I'm a good wonder. And and like you said, Wolves have kind of picked themselves off the canvas uh, at the count of nine because they look down and buried, like you said, right. So Chris, and you know what? I'm going to go for a bigger shock in terms of. Result, but not so much in terms of current form. I'm going 2 1 to Wolves. Oof, right. I was surprised, I'm not going to lie, that Liverpool didn't come in for Tielemans. Because... Well, it's not a striker, mate, or a winger, apparently, for Jurgen Klopp. It's all no, he buys. But, but, no, but he's what he's what they need, isn't he? Yeah, the... exactly, exactly. You're right, yeah. though. You're right. But... And, and everybody that you know, everybody that's been linked with Tielemans, whether it be Newcastle, Liverpool, Man United, I mean, all right, he's going to if he goes at the end of the season for nothing, we don't get anything about off it. But all it's doing is strengthening Tielemans' hand because he's going to just see who comes with the best offer. It's almost like sealed bids, please. You know, I mean, for me, for me signing on fee. Um, so I'm surprised they didn't go for them, but. Like you last time, I've got to agree with Stephen. I've gone 1-1. Um, I think Liverpool will just have enough to, to, to hold on. Um, so, let's see what everybody has gone for in the chat. Um, uh, Anthony has still... That was the last game. Um, 
Gray has gone 2-1 to Wolves. True Red has gone 3-1 to Wolves. He's not a fan of Liverpool. Uh, Winnie has gone 2-0 to Liverpool. Still have good players. I agree with Steve. Need a change. Uh, Tolja has gone 2-1 to Wolves. Uh, Anthony's gone 1-0 to Liverpool. Sell out because of Red. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, likes a team in Red, doesn't he? Uh, mm. And then Winnie does make the very good point. Liverpool have had a better transfer window than Everton. And that doesn't uh, say much. That doesn't no. say much. Can I just say, I think uh, I think Wrexham have had a bigger, better transfer window than, uh, than Everton. Um, but next up, um, and this is the five thirty Saturday game, which is on, um, which is on Sky, obviously. Uh, Newcastle, ah, winning. Here we go. Newcastle hosting West Ham. Newcastle can't do anything wrong at the moment, Steve. I mean. They've got a great manager. He, he he did his time, you know, made use of his time out of work very, very well. Um, I thought he was a good signing, but I thought he was going to be sort of short term and maybe just, you know, give them some stability and then he'd be replaced by a big name. But he's not. I mean, he's gone in there and he's tearing it up. Uh, outsiders possibly to, to, to win it, but the league. But I hope they win the League Cup. Um, I really, you know, and and I hope I think they're going to finish top four and they're going to get to the Champions League, and I hope they do because it will smash the top six. So, um, but West Ham, I, I, I just don't know what to think about West Ham. Um, a bit like us, maybe sort of sort of keeping their head above water because everybody else is so awful. Um, but how do you see this one going? I think uh, what Brad said uh, two or three weeks ago that West Ham are not going to go on a run. Uh, they're going to get like the good win here, the good win there. They're not playing consistent enough to get two or three results together. But uh, my second favourite team, Newcastle in the league, what can you say about them? Um, they've got good owners with loads of money, but they're not spending stupid amounts. And I think they're leaving all these signings and the running of the team to the manager, which you can see through the the way the players have all stepped up to the mark and they're playing 120% for each other. Mm. And I think that's that's the main thing that's going to carry Newcastle through. They've got the momentum. And you can look at every player now. Every player wants the ball. Every player's hungry off the ball. And I think, you know... The, that's going to carry them through. That's that's what they've got, what the other team hasn't got at the moment. And I think you, you made a point uh, Tielemans just about coming in from. They won't come in from where they're not putting 100% in on the pitch. No matter how good you are, you are they'll look at Tielemans and say, you know, he's having a bad time, Leicester having a bad time, but he is not playing at 100% or 120% where you know, Newcastle are, and mm. they've made a couple of signings, but I can't see the signings getting into the team. I can't see them improving the team at the moment because they are playing as a team, and that team's hard to beat. It's really good to watch, and I'm yeah. going to go 2 0 Newcastle win. 2 0 Newcastle, okay. I mean, Brad, I mean, Newcastle, 
Anthony Gordon, forty-five million. Uh, um, I think I think he's a good player, or he will be a good player with the, with the right manager, and I think uh, Eddie Howe could be the right manager. Uh, Harrison Ashby, three million, and Garang Cool from Central Coast Mariners. <laughs> Everybody's uh, favourite player uh, for three hundred thousand. So they've not, like Steve said, they've not gone mad this window, but they've but they've not had to. But West Ham, I mean. <sighs> Danny Inns, 15 million, was on the pitch for five minutes, got injured. And Luis Azo, Sao Paulo on a free. Um, I mean, if you know West Ham, I, I, I watched, I was on the West Ham and official early with Jake just watching it. And they're, they're tearing their hair out. I mean, I haven't got any hair to tear out, so I couldn't be a West Ham fan. But I mean. <laughs> I can only see this going one way. Do do you are you the same? Yeah, I think West Ham are in a lot of trouble, and I I'm not sure they're going to actually. I I know Steve, you know what I said a couple of weeks ago, and I do stand by that. I don't think there's going to be any consistency. Um, I think they're going to struggle to pick up points, and it's going to be sporadic wins. And I don't even know if there's enough. I think they will be really praying come the last two. Two, two, two or three games of the season preying on results more than thinking they've got enough about them to... I, I hope not, because they've got us on the last day of the season. Yeah, well, well, hopefully we're safe by then, so then it's only them that are worried about it. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But in terms of West Ham, I mean, they're not having the best of seasons. And I know Jake came on the transfer show that we did, didn't he, Chris? And, he, and, yeah. and you were kind of making the comparison between the two clubs. It's like... You want to be the wish order version of Leicester, and they're even worse off than us to a degree. I would, I would say, because nobody's firing on all cylinders for them at all. At least in parts, we've had players to turn up for us for a couple of games and show a bit more. And I think this is going to get really bad because if Newcastle, if not Newcastle, if West Ham don't find a way of getting points soon. They're back in Europe in a couple of weeks as well. It's only going to get more harder for them to play. St- I mean, they're still in the FA Cup, aren't they? Uh, maybe, yes. you know, maybe that... Beat Derby. Thanks, West Ham. Yeah. 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 So, that, that, I mean, they've done one good thing this year, at least. You know, yeah. but FA Cup, let's say they get into the next round of the quarterfinals of that, which is good in hindsight, but their Europa League will start again. Away to Man United, though. Forty-six pound a ticket if you're a Jake. Forty-six pound a ticket is not happy. Right now, yeah, right, right now that's about right now it's about forty pounds too much to see West Ham playing their style of football at the moment. <laughs> this could be brutal. This honestly could be brutal five nil, but I'm not going to go that high. I'm going to keep it low, and I'm going to say. I'm going to say 3-1 Newcastle. I still think there'll be a lot of goals, but do not be surprised if this is an absolute drubbing. No, I mean, like I say, agree with with both of you, especially Steve. I mean, Newcastle are just... um, I I don't... You know, you could argue about where the money's come from, but, you know, at the end of the day, if that happened to us, (laughs) would we be bothered? No. Um, And, you know, the thing with Newcastle is, and the, the, the fans do say this... They're not the richest club in the world. What they've got is the richest owners, and there is a difference. And what I love about them, and I love this about Villa a little bit as well, who've got rich owners, they've not come in 
and they haven't done a Tom Bowie. They haven't gone and spent millions on this player, millions on that player. They've done it sensibly, and they're growing at a, a, at a reasonable rate. Um, I'm going to go 3-0 to Newcastle. Uh, I can't see West Ham getting anything out of this. That said, in that middle-of-the-table position, Leicester City, 18 points, minus seven goal difference. West Ham, sorry, Leeds United, 18 points, minus seven goal difference. Uh, then West Ham, 18 points, minus eight goal difference. And, you know, Bournemouth, third from bottom on 17th. So teams that don't win this weekend going to be looking over their shoulders, definitely, definitely. Um, let's have a look. Um, let's just go back up here. We are looking at Newcastle, West Ham. Um, Doug is in. Good evening, Doug. How are you? Um, Doug, of course, he's named he's named after somebody with a spade on his head. Um, oh. uh, <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> we'll make some play in red. Yeah, they do, Anthony. Sorry, is that bad? Was that bad? It's, uh, um, Toon 2 0 says Gray. Uh, True Red's gone 3 0. Niles in. Good evening now. How are you? Doug's playing catch up here. Uh, it's in the chat. I'll let everybody have a look at that uh, uh, at their own speed. Uh, Winnie's gone 10 2 to <laughs> Newcastle. He's gone 1 0 either way. So, I mean, so you think it could actually be 1 0 West Ham? Whoa. Uh, yeah. Well, it, well, if that's the case, Chris, I'll go. I'll I'll go two nil either way. I'll go three one Newcastle, and I'll also have a cheeky one nil. If we can make more predictions, we're in here, Steve. Yeah, we've got yeah. chances. Winner, you've gone ten two. So we'll we'll just see how that goes for you. But hey, now I think you're going to win it. Uh, um, Newcastle two some. Also, West Ham. Sorry, I should have gone to Specsavers. Newcastle two, West Ham nil. Um, Doug's Chelsea, 650 million, they can score a goal indeed. Uh, how is, yeah, you, I mean, you just got a good manager there. You really have. Um, and Anthony Bold, uh, sorry, Anthony Gordon, don't you mean Claire Bolding? And he makes the two of them together and got Anthony Bolding. Um, Winnie Win said um, West Ham squad is built, should be top eight. Moyes board. Oh, I don't, I don't know they're that good. I won't say they're that good. Uh, Hammer's bubbles due to burst. Boom, boom. Um, there we go. What do you call a wolf that knows it's a wolf? A werewolf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Steve took, took him a minute, but he got... I'm going to... I'm sorry. I am sorry. Sorry. I was, I was looking at Brad's face when I... <laughs> <laughs> this is for you, Doug. Yes, you deserve to get shot for that. Um, <laughs> how do you confuse a Scotsman? Put tell him, him tomorrow. No, put him in. Put him in a room full of spades and tell him to take his pick. Hey. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, oh look, blame Doug. I, I had not only cracked one before Doug came in. Uh, you know what? I, I, I was on the phone to the doctors earlier, and I said to him, "I got loads of headaches," and and they said, "You know why?" And I, I, I couldn't put my finger on it. Now I know why because I forgot that you two just have awful jokes. Well, you guys give me headaches. Doug, Doug, 
Ray's at it as well. Uh, what do you call a man in the graveyard? Max Bygrave. Oh, my head hurts. Stop, guys, please. Because <laughs> calling all these jokes is just... Is that so... a joke? No, it was not a joke at all. Right, um, let's quickly move on. Let's get out of this rut. Um, and, and can I just say, because, of course, Doug does sort of come from Edinburgh, and uh, if ever there was a better reason to rebuild Hadrian's Wall... You've got it right there, <laughs> Doug and his jokes. Um, next up, we're going on to the Sunday, um, and it's a certain team up the uh, up the M1 hosting Leeds. Now then, um, Steve, Knox Forest. I mean, how many players do they need? Let's be honest with you. The queue, the queue to use the gents at that place must be horrendous. I mean, normally, let's be honest with you. You go to a, you know, you go to any any sort of outdoor event and the queue for the women's is usually like three miles and the men's like it's it's in and out like a revolving door but my god you don't want to get stuck at the back of that queue do you how many players do they need 13th nottingham forest 15th leeds mid-table battle 21 points for forest 18 to leeds how do you see this going i see leeds winning this one um i think with their hectic hectic style of play uh, especially away from home where they're always at you I don't think uh, Forrest are going to cope. Um, Forrest, like, um, looking at them, they, they like the slowish build-up or the, the one long ball. It's either one or or the other. And I think Leeds will be too too much in the face mm. um, with, their, with their counter-attacking. And I, I don't think Forrest will cope with it. And I think Leeds will win. I'm going to go 2-0. 2 nil to Leeds. Um, master technician, tactician Jesse March going to pull one over Mr Cooper if, if there was ever two teams you could tell me were playing I could not care a jot about it's definitely these two oh who do I want to win who do I want to lose more <laughs> it is a case of that I've got to be honest with you Brad it is definitely a case of that I mean Excuse me. Who who's who did that? Very rude. No, <laughs> that not popping up. It's not me. Not me. You know what? A, a few weeks ago, when I was probably really in the giddy heights of first place, I'd probably decide I'd refuse to. I'd, I'd do a Stephen refuse to give a prediction because of the two teams they are. But given the you fact that, that it's, uh, I won't stop you doing that, Brad. Well, I'm sure you wouldn't, but due to squeaky, squeaky bumps, you know what, Sonic, last on match day because no one cares and they could send themselves to sleep. Nil nil, just nil, next nil. next game. This is horrible. Nil, nil. Well, um, I mean, hi, Luke. Hi, Luke. Not far as Drew with Bournemouth, and um, somehow managed to beat us, God knows how. Um, they beat Southampton and they drew with Chelsea, uh, but they lost to Man United. Leeds, on the other hand, um, going right back, drew or lost 3 1 to Man City, drew 0 0 with Newcastle, drew 2 2 with West Ham, Villa beat them 2 1, and they drew 0 0 with Brentford. So they are the draw specialists at the moment. Uh, bad start, Jesse March nearly on his way out, uh, somehow turned it round, had a great win against Liverpool, rose up the table a little bit, 
and they are slowly sliding back down. You know, one of those cartoon characters that sort of holds onto the greasy pole and slowly starts to fall down it. That is Leeds at the moment. I predicted them to go down. I think they could still still go down, to be honest with you. Um, I don't think Forest will go down, but I don't think they're going to win this. I don't want them to win this because they'll be too far ahead of us then. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to agree with you, Brad, with a draw, but I'm actually going to go 1-1 on that one. So let's see what everybody, all the Nottingham Forest fans that are in, see what they have said. Um, you mean all three of them? <laughs> <laughs> what do you call be that produces milk? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> actually, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I told you I'm going to give you. I am going to give you the joke of the day. I like that one. I'm going to pinch that one, and I'm going to use it. <laughs> That's good. I'm going to be giggling about that now for the rest of the show. But uh, I probably feel the right tip. But there we go. You know. Um, <laughs> right. Let's have a look. Leeds two nil says Gray. Luke's gone 2-1 to Forest, but he's drunk and he doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, Anthony's gone 2-1 to Leeds. Told you has gone 1-1. 2-1 to Forest, says Doug. Whoa. Um, Winnie has gone, haven't a clue. <laughs> Leeds are at home, I'll go 1-1. Um, yeah, oh, God. Let, let, the jokes are going too far now. <laughs> let's just uh, let's just ignore them. I think that's a, ignore them. They might go away. <laughs> Last game. It's four o'clock uh, on kickoff on Sunday. Um, we've <laughs> we've got one of Steve's favourite teams against one of his not so hated teams, but certainly not one of the ones he loves. Tottenham hosting Manchester City. And I've got to say, first of all, all joking aside, um, good luck to uh, to Conte. Um, I know he's not been well, so I hope he gets better soon. Uh, Tottenham, they love giving teams 2-0 leads, don't they? Uh, they beat Fulham 1-0 last time out. Um, they were 2-0 up against Man City, and then what happened? Oh, <laughs> 4-2, they lost. Um, Arsenal beat them 2-0. They beat Palace 4 0, and but they did lose to Villa 2 0. Um, Man City, on the other hand, beat Wolves 3 0. They beat Tottenham, I say, like that 4 2. Um, they lost to Man United in the derby 2 1. Beat Chelsea 1 0, but could only draw with Everton 1 all. Um, second in the table, Man City, uh, fifth in the table, Spurs. A funny season for Spurs, Steve. You keep thinking they're going to kick on and do something, and then they kind of don't. It's like win, win, lose, win, win, lose. It doesn't, you know. It, it, I, I don't think they're going to get top four this season. I don't give a toss about Tottenham. So it's three one Man City. <laughs> Good lad, Steve. Good lad. <laughs> I don't know if anybody has seen the graphic that I used to promote this channel today. And I'll just bring it up now because this is the one I'm going to be using uh, every week. I want to try and find it. Uh, but it does have permanently <laughs> Tottenham nil. I just went for West Ham five and Brentford three Arsenal nil. <laughs> so uh, um, I'll take it like that. You're going for a Man City win 3 1. Uh, I know you're not a particularly a Tottenham fan either, are you, uh, 
bad. It's just they're a bit annoying, really, aren't they, as a club? Because you kind of look at who they bring in as a manager, or some of the players they have there, and you think, you know, you're like, kind of like, for fuck's sake, we just do something that isn't Spursy for once. It's getting a bit boring calling Spurs Spursy. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I'm only joking. Keep it up, Spurs. It's fucking brilliant. But, you know, just sometimes you're a bit too predictable. And I know Man City have kind of seen, had Spurs as a bit of a bogey team over the last three or four years. But I'm actually, you know, this is scary, breaking news, if you will, but for the second time this week, not just in this entire season doing this, but this week alone, I'm agreeing agreeing with Steve. I think Man City will cruise this game 3-1. Because no matter what Spurs seem to do, they always seem to find a way to take something good and turn it Spursy, don't they? So, yeah. This, for me, is probably the hardest game to predict um, because, yeah, I, I, I mean, we've got, we've got we've got spares next up after uh, after next week, um, but I mean they, they they just hate their owners. They they, they hate Daniel Levy. Uh, they've got that huge dog bowl of a stadium that they're going to have to pay off. Um, I I just but Man City. They're just not consistent, which is why they're second and why Arsenal are doing so well. I, I, oh, I don't know. Oh, can I see a draw? Look, I'm not so, going for one this 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 um, this show. So I'm going to yes, go for Desmond. You have gone for a draw. Yeah, no, I've gone for Desmond. Oh, yeah, I'm going for Desmond. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say you have gone for a draw. So I'm going to go 2-2 between Tottenham and Manchester City. So let's just have a look. Um, Anthony, I forgot what you went for, Forest Leeds. What did he go for, Anthony? Uh, oh, 1-2. 1-2 he went. Okay, so let's have a look what everybody's gone for this one. Um Man City 2 1, uh, says Gray. Uh, 2 2 agrees with me. Good man told you. Good man. Uh, Man City, ah, uh, yeah, uh, that was a weird one. That was a weird one. 3 1, says Anthony. Oh, so he's, uh, oh, he's going with you, Stephen, uh, Brad. Yeah, he's, he's copying you, copying you there. Um, uh, Winnie, I'm hoping 3 0 City can't stand the spuds. Well, welcome yeah, to our <laughs> You've got a fan in Steve Linux there, yeah. Winnie. <laughs> He's in the club. He's in the clubhouse. Give him the yeah, password. Yeah. You are, yeah, you are in in the little club that we have going here. True Red's gone one-one. Um, great, they have achieved a third-place finish in a two-horse race. Yeah, they, we'll never let them forget that, will we? So um, that's it. That's it. So just to have a very very quick reminder here. Uh, Brad got a point tonight. Well done, Brad. Um, I'm halfway there. Love it. You're halfway there. Yeah. Uh, we all went. Well, no, Steve actually went for a nil-nil. Uh, Everton Arsenal. We both went for a win. Um, Brad. Um, Villa. Well, last. Um, sorry, Steve went two nil to Villa. We both went to a, for a Leicester win. Uh, Southampton were going to beat Brentford, says Steve. We've both gone for a Brentford win. You can see there's a bit of a, 
as he was going there, can't you? <laughs> Brighton, you do love an underdog, don't you, Steve? Can I just say that? You really do love the underdog. Um, <laughs> that said, we all went for Brighton to beat Bournemouth. Um, Man United to Palace, we said oh, we all went for Man United win. Uh, Wolves, Liverpool, you and myself went for a draw, Steve. Brad went for the win for Wolves. Uh, we all went for Newcastle to beat West Ham. Um, I went... Did I... What did I do? I can't remember. Do you remember what I said for Nottingham Forest Leeds? I can't read my own writing. I think I went to 1-1, didn't I? Um, yeah, I think you did. You um, didn't so want to But then I changed my mind and went 1-1. Um, 0-0 for you, Brad. And 2-0 to Leeds for Steve. And you both went for Man City to beat the lovely, lovely Tottenham. And uh, I went for a draw. I went for the first... I think I might have been the first Desmond of the evening for any of us. It was. Yeah. You know. Um, so, I've got to say, quickly before we go, Steve, obviously, you know, um, West Brom's your sort of local team. you got Mark Brighton now. Absolutely love the guy, mate. You know, um, 100%. Gave it all the time. Uh, you know where he is. The thing I like about him is as soon as he beats his fullback, he puts a cross in. And I think if you can get a striker reading what he does, um, you know, you're going you're to be quitting. And I feel sorry for, um, for him not getting them at the game time that he had at Leicester. But um, I hope he does well and I hope he, um, I hope he comes back. I think he goes with all our best wishes, doesn't he? He's got another. I think he's got another season at the end of this one on his contract. But I think for a Premier League team, it's just his age, really. You know, I don't think he necessarily. I mean, he, he did give it his all, and he certainly made a difference to the team when he came on scoring in the last game. Uh, but I think for me, you know, I wish him all the best. I do wish him well, um, and he really just wants to play more often. And I think he'll he'll get that game time uh, probably at West Brom that he wouldn't with ourselves. I think uh, he played tonight, didn't he, for him? I think. Did they play tonight, West Brom? Yeah, apparently one of my mates messaged me saying just she she was just checking out all Brighton because he was playing tonight. So he played, apparently played well. Didn't score, but apparently he played. Seemed like he played well tonight. Fair play. Did West Brom win? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I saw. I saw. Said they scored an injury. There was a goal in injury time, but they couldn't see if it was which way it was. But yeah, so apparently he even started. I don't know if he started or came on today, but he he has featured for West Brom already. So it's already working out for him. In the sixty-fourth minute, so he probably started and then got taken off. Then you see, he still loves us because they were playing Coventry. Coventry, yes. West Bromwich Albion won, Coventry City nil. Oh, scored in the 15th minute. Um, mm. Or Brighton so, came off on the 74th minute. Did it, fair play to him. So he got, he got 74 minutes considering he was on the other card. That, that, that's good then, isn't it? Yeah, mm -hmm. um, Winnie, thank you so very much, mate. It was great to have you in. Do join us. It's Tuesday next week, nine o'clock, and then we're probably looking at Fridays moving forward from that. Uh, told you, bro, good show. Thank you very much. Uh, another fantastic show, guys. It means a lot, Gray. Thank you. 
Uh, Bristol City knocked out West Brom uh, in for cup good game, and I was at the ground. You know, depends who wins as to which side of the fence you're sitting. Bristol Arsenal, Bristol Arsenal. You know, uh, or Brighton a great pro. Love the guy. We all do. We all do. Um, Steve, any news on your Foxy Seven? We yeah, we've had a bit of a delay for a couple of weeks. Uh, the guy that does the uh, the printing and the embroidery is moving premises, so that's knocked us back a couple of weeks. But it's given me a bit more time to try and get things properly organised. Well, so, keep yeah. a lookout, guys, because we will be promoting it on this show. Steve's very own uh, brand, Foxy Seven, of course. Those of you that remember, he was the number seven. He was the Mark Albrighton of his day. Or, or let's put it another way, Mark Albrighton is the Steve Linex of the current time, whichever way you want to look at it. Steve, really appreciate it, as always. Thank you so much for giving up your time, and we'll see you next Tuesday at 9 o'clock. Yep, love, absolutely love it, and I'll see you next Thanks week. Take care. See you later, Steve. Bye-bye. Brad, top 10 battles. Yes. Who won? Who won, Manchester City or Tottenham? Well, you'll have to find out, check it out. It was, as I've aptly named it, Battle of the X's. X being the, obviously the symbol for the Roman numeral 10 to go with the channel. Can I just say, um, can I just say, I didn't get that. You know, I did that uh, thing, I did a cover for you earlier, and I'm doing it, and I just thinking like, why did you just well, put 10? And then, it, and then well, I had one of those like, oh yeah, <laughs> moments. Yeah, I, I mean, I get, I, I, I suppose it's whatever the title, but I just, I just thought, I hope people don't come on here thinking that we, me and Anthony are going to list all the wags of the Man City and, and, and Spurs players and pick our favourite ten because that, that's a different show with a different meaning. But no, no um, it confused me. But when I, when I got it, I thought that's clever. But it took me a while to think. <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Lord. But yeah, we had a good show. You'll have to watch it to find out who wins. Basically, Anthony won week one, which was Arsenal versus Leicester. It's a Premier League uh, all-time eleven, so there's no players. Although maybe one of us forgot that the players didn't play for a particular club at that time. But that's for you to find out. And watch back. Anywho, who won? Was it Anthony or was it me? You'll find it back. But it was so much fun. It was. It was. It's a new series. Well, it's, it's season two. Um, me and Anthony were running this one. We're picking, and we're doing. We're trying to do it with a bit of fun to go with the times because next week's show is the Merseyside derbies in question. It's Liverpool versus Everton, so it will be Liverpool versus Everton will be the next show for next week as well. So Brilliant. yeah, check it out. Top ten battles. The name underneath there is now that I've taken that down. So top ten battles. Link as always in the description below. Neil Thank is you. in. Good evening. How the devil are you, Neil? Welcome along, sir. Um, I'm going to speak to you because I want to see if you want to turn up and have a go against Brad in room 101. Have a think about it, Neil. Have a think about it. Uh, I don't know if you're up for it, Brad. I'm just saying that. I'm just guessing that you're up for it. I don't know if you are or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure I can think of uh, some some to put up against it in whatever way we do it. So, yeah, I look forward to it. Get Neil on, get involved. Yeah. Optimistically, Neil, probably three. <laughs> Work that out as to where they're coming from. Nate, thanks very much. I will see you tomorrow night at half six for the post-match. 
yeah, hopefully we're continuing the trend of speaking about a positive-ish result for Leicester. You know, Brighton was a deemed a positive result, despite the way we, we, we drew it at the end there. And obviously we won the last cup game. So let's hope we continue that with yeah. with with getting three points in the league. Because we need them. We desperately help us. We do, do, mate. We do. See you tomorrow. Take care. Have a good night. Take take care, mate, and take care of everybody who's been watching. And, and I'll, uh, I'll, have one, I'll have a quick one with you straight after the show. Yeah, no worries, matey. No, you're honoured. I don't just have a quick one with anybody, you know. <laughs> oh, I feel special. <laughs> take care, mate. Thanks so much. Take care. Oh, thanks to Brad there. Top 10 battles. Check it out. And check out Beyond the 90 as well, a great Leicester channel. Um, look. We all support each other, these Leicester channels. Um, yeah. Oh, Neil's in for it. Good, mate. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll message you, I'll have a word. Uh, room 101, it's just like the telly, really, but I'll explain it more to you in the messages. And uh, don't forget this. Um, if you are not going out tomorrow afternoon... Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV... It's the Watch Along. Catch us tomorrow at 2.30 for all the action live as Leicester travel to Villa Park to take on Aston Villa. Can we beat them? Yes, we can. <laughs> we will see you. I know, I'm sad. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow at 2.30. Take care, guys. Have a good night. And remember, whatever you do, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Thank you for watching. And if you're listening on the podcast, thank you for lending me your ears. You can have them back now. Good night. and. Uh, Oh, I should have lined this one up. But I and take care. Where is it? I never have it lined up. What am I doing? What am I doing? Ah, oh, there it is. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. watching these videos are tremendous you better like them too or i'll be back lester till i die tv they think it's all over the talksport fan network is proudly teaming up with three for mental health awareness week this year beyond the pitch beyond the results we're here to connect fans getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans we're a team with two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters.
Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.